When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. For obvious reasons, we keep this place as gloomy as possible. Welcome to Mind Poppers Podcast. We are as a people, people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies. Once you get used to these grim surroundings, you'll never leave. Nobody ever does. We continue now with tonight's case, Conspiracy. Now, right now, now. Listen, listen. Welcome back to the Mind Poppers Podcast. Christmas edition, okay? Last week we discussed what was last week's episode? The Santa Files, which was basically uh, people, this phenomena around the world, people believing, like genuinely believing that they've had an encounter with Santa Claus, the real Santa Claus, or at least some sort of supernatural entity presenting itself as Santa Claus okay and we discussed various uh, incidents that happened my own personal incident and various theories around what could really be happening there now this episode is a little bit more straightforward okay because this is the Santa crimes okay I wish I put in my um law and order theme song for this but the Santa crimes okay dun dun and it's um basically a look as you can imagine at the different crimes committed by Santa Claus, the man of the hour, okay? And let's talk about it because obviously millions of men every year put on, you know, the red suit and play the role every December, okay? The the infamous, uh, the fabled, you know, kind of like velvet red suit with the, the white fur trim and cap to match. And we know they offer the wearer a certain power, okay? Because everybody recognizes Santa. He is the world's grandfather, you know, and you will respect his authority, okay? He is a supernatural being, okay? Known for the the art of surveillance. He possesses a craft that enables him to travel the world at impossible speeds, enchanted animals, and an army of slaves, you know, that would rival that of North Korea. So, the Santa outfit brings great power to those who wear it. And as you know, you know, great with great power comes great responsibility, etc. Okay, <clears throat> now, my question that I pose to you is, and we're going to find out, okay, what happens when people use that power, when people use Santa power for evil. <laughs> okay. Now, before I get into it, right, there are varying degrees of bad Santas. Okay. Now, the lowest form, I think, if we were to, the petty crime <clears throat> side of bad Santas would be, and I guess it's not even technically a crime, you know, it's, but I still believe it's just as evil. These are the low, the low effort Santa Clauses, okay? Because 
what it might be not technically a crime, these are they're thieves of joy, okay? Like a real low-budget Santa Claus, okay? And if there's one thing that I won't tolerate, it's people disrespecting the garments of Santa Claus, you know? And you know what I'm talking about, okay? The paper thin. Because you've all seen a low-budget Santa Claus at one point in your life. They're, they're, they're just not avoidable, okay? Like that paper thin, paper thin Santa jacket and pants, Okay? Like, that look like they're going to, like, dissolve in water, okay? Some fucking rotten cotton lining, okay? And a sad little paper mache looking hat, okay? And the biggest offence of all, in my opinion, is those fucking plasticky PVC boot coverings where you can still see the cunt's shoes underneath. To me, just unforgivable. And the, and the beard, obviously, the crustiest thing you've ever seen, a low bud, there's nothing crustier than a low budget Santa's beard, okay, fucking flat as a pancake with these two awful chap lips hanging out, nothing worse than a low budget Santa Claus, okay, and it's like, because you know you've all been there, you, and the thing is you never know where you're going to run into a low budget Santa Claus, you would think, you know, that maybe like certain events, blah blah blah, You'd expect to see a low-budget Santa Claus. You never know when there's a low-budget Santa Claus lurking around the corner. You just don't know who's going to cheap out. So you can really run into a low-budget Santa Claus anywhere, okay? Like, we've all seen it. Like, they have, like, have a little bit of curtain hanging up, you know, like a fucking hospital bed or something. And it's like, you know, you're just like, okay, Santa's ready to see you. And you turn the corner and you see that crusty sitting down, okay? Nothing worse when you're a child. And you have to go and see a crusty Santa Claus, okay? Because, and you know what I'm saying, okay? Because you're like, you're, you know, it's, you're only a child and it's all like, you know, the, you know, the gears are going around in your head or whatever. And you're like, it said Santa's grotto on the poster outside, okay? Not Santa's ghetto, okay? <laughs> I, it's just like, <clears throat> when I see an old man dressed in a cheap Santa costume, I'm like, that man... He doesn't take pride in his work. One, he does not take pride in his work. So if he's not doing it for his love of Christmas, then what's he doing it for? Okay, now think about that. He's not doing it for the love of Christmas. He's not being Santa for his love of the festive season. Then what's he doing it for? Okay, because even as a child, I knew if you turn the corner and see a Santa, okay, with his Air Max, poking out under them boot covers then you you turn it around okay and keep it moving because you are in the presence of a pervert and the thing is right everyone knows it everybody knows it when you turn the corner and you see crusty claws okay and it's screaming pervert straight away everybody knows it. you've already gone too far okay because you look you look at your mom's face and she's clocked you know that this sound is just a little too sketchy but like wherever you are, you know, you're in the shopping center, you've already paid, you know, the 20 euro, okay, or whatever for the picture. So you still got to sit on his lap, okay? And there's like me sitting like legs crossed on this perv's knee, okay? And someone's like, big smile now, flash, okay? And it's like, Christmas 2005, almost molested. <laughs> Another thing, okay, worth mentioning. And I think this to me was more insulting than the potential molestation of it all, okay? This, right, was 
the terrible gifts, the terrible gifts you'd get off these Santas, okay? Now, it wasn't only the low-budget Santas that were giving shitty presents, okay? I will say that in their defense. Being, yes, if you went to one of those crusty Santas, you weren't getting a good present. But even, you know, the real refined, okay, people who are really leaning into the Father Christmas of it all, were often giving just as shitty presents as the, the Santas that were inclined to, you know, molest. It was really equal offenders across the board when it came to getting shitty gifts off a of Santa, you know? Because, well, you knew, okay? You knew you were about to get the worst present in the world, okay? The worst present in the history of presents when you saw Santa reach down for one of those paper fucking bags that either said, boy, or girl on them, okay? Because nothing, <laughs> nothing of value has ever come from one of those bags. It, it, it was actually the most infuriating thing ever, okay? And the most infuriating thing, even looking back now, okay, when you saw Santa reach one of those, again, crusty little paper bags, little gift bags, okay? And I was just like, here you have me playing Lolita, okay? For this Santa Claus, who is, I mean, clearly a pedophile, okay? And everybody knows it, and not fooling anybody. And you're handing me this bag of tricks, you know? It was really like, people didn't care, especially when I was younger, people didn't care. It was like, go sit on this nice pedophile's lap and smile for a picture, and that's it, you know? They don't care. And as well, it's not, it was, like I say, something was like you're getting like hush money or, you know, go sit in this pedophile's lap and you get uh, a fantastic present, you know, a real high budget present. It wasn't. You, I can't even remember what came in those fucking paper bags. But, but nothing of value, like I said, you know, nothing that made the experience worthwhile. The only time you were getting um, decent gift is... Um, is if you went to one of those, like in one of those Christmas parties that would say like hosted in your parents' workplace. And usually if your parents were kind of like working for a big company or kind of like a big, you know, multinational company, especially back in the boom, okay? I don't really know about these days, probably not. But back when I was a child, if you went to your parents' Christmas functions, like those Santas had been to fucking Smith's Toys, okay like you were getting real toys and the toys were on brand you know like if you were getting a barbie doll you were actually getting a re you were getting real mattel okay not like malibu crackhead who's like because you see some of the dolls that you get an example of one of those shitty toys you'd get in one of those paper bags that said girl especially okay was again like i said malibu crackhead whose head would cave in you know one of those dolls? His head would cave in if he put too much pressure on it. Okay? That year, I received Bionics, which were a very popular gift at the time. Okay? And I loved it. Very highbrow. Okay? <laughs> now, okay, getting on to actually some, some real offenders, okay? Let's take a look at the Santa crimes, Okay? Daddy, hurry up and put down the D on me. I've been an awful bad girl, Santa Daddy. 
Monica. <laughs> I love that. My new favorite Christmas song. Okay, it's called Santa Daddy and it is streaming on Spotify now. <laughs> now, in terms of the Santa crimes, crimes committed by Santa Clauses, there are kind of varying degrees of crime, but wait till you hear the story at the end of the episode. That, okay, it's... <laughs> okay, so, like we said at the beginning of the episode, um, wearing the Santa suit, it allows, I guess, people to tap into a certain power, okay, that is inaccessible to them in their everyday life, okay? It's like when you put on a wig, okay? You don't have that same power when you're wigless as you do when you've got the wig on, Okay? And as you can imagine, many people, you know, abuse this power, okay? Like, without a uniform you put on, people will tend to abuse the power, okay? Now, I've taken the liberty of sourcing some crimes committed by Santa Claus himself, okay? One such uh, <laughs> Christmas saw old Saint Nick beat a woman with a two-by-four, okay? Which is... a a big plank of wood, beat a woman with a two-by-four, okay? So on December 10th, Elkin Donnie Clark, who was dressed up as Santa, checked that naughty list twice and rocked this lady's shit, okay? Because Santa beat her in the face and then Santa beat her in the head with the board, okay? Knocking her unconscious. Then another lady intervened, got in between the two, and then Santa threatened to beat her ass too, okay? Now... The lady that Santa beat unconscious was 74 years old. Okay, that's someone's grandmother that was getting dogged out on the street, you know? 74. Poor fucking woman. However, the Santa claimed that the elderly woman stole 29 sealed boxes of Hershey's chocolates, okay? Worth $145 from him. So, I think it could have been the thing where, like, Santa was selling chocolate for charity, okay? Or something. And Granny, you know, okay, was walking past and fancied herself a, you know, one, two, three, four, five finger discount. Um, In which case, I say, get her again. <laughs> she didn't die though she she lived and Santa was arrested. Um another Santa, okay, pulled over in front of a, a family's home, extremely intoxicated, uh, and was yelling at the kids saying, "Have you seen my reindeer? Have you seen my reindeer?" <laughs> um I actually have the news clip from that. This is going back years, but take a listen. It's not like alcohol so i knew it wasn't real santa because santa doesn't drink alcohol nine-year-old katie doherty says the santa that ended up in her lawn was loud and had really dirty hands she says he tried to put his hat on her little sister <laughs> six-year-old zoe describes him in one word drunk yelling at him have you seen my reindeer if you see my reindeer you call me right away the girl's mom called the police instead he thought he was spreading good cheer and you know in some lights he may have been but you know i don't think that you know mr arnold had any ill intent i believe that uh you know his level of intoxication probably impaired his judgment sparta police chief mike cass says thomas arnold was on his way home from a party he says nowadays parents have to be careful with everyone that includes santa this time of year 
you know, everybody wants to see Santa Claus, but nobody wants to see an intoxicated Santa Claus. So I hope the lesson learned is don't overindulge and only approach those kids that you know. I didn't want him right by me because I was kind of really scared. But for this little girl and her gang of friends, one bad Santa isn't enough to ruin the season. It's a nice holiday to spend on Christmas. Santa gives you candy cane. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, enough out of you. Um, I, my favorite part of that is that the Santa Claus, <laughs> that the officers were like, I'm sure his attentions were good. The Santa Claus was driving absolutely pissed drunk away from his Christmas party, okay? Had, according to the reports, had an open can of beer in which he was drinking while he was driving, okay? He had a fuck Santa was having a fucking roadie. <laughs> See these kids out playing in the lawn, pulls over as I like, <laughs> slurring, asking, has anyone seen his reindeer? And then takes off his cap and puts it on the little girl. <laughs> um, again, I mean, look, not, again, was anyone molested? No, thank God. No molestations. Um, okay, oh, another one, right? This one, it's so in 2013. Okay, so 10 years ago, 10 years ago this Christmas, Santa once again found himself with a court order after he was accused of groping one of the elves that he worked with in the the Santa photo booth in a shopping centre. Okay, so the elf alleges that Santa Claus pinched her bottom and was making lewd sexual comments. Okay. So the 62-year-old then was actually banned from working as a Santa Claus until the case was resolved. And he actually went before the judge on December 24th, which was Christmas Eve. Okay. Now, it got me thinking, okay, Santa and this elf or whatever. I, I don't know. I wasn't able to find out what happened with the court case. Okay. I, I You know, free him. Okay. I'm sure he was cleared of all charges. But um, it got me thinking, where do Christmas elves actually come from? So I did I did look into it, and many people say that they actually come from Norse mythology, okay? So the, the Alfar, also known as the Huldufok, okay? Meaning the hidden folk. And we know that, like, obviously the elves, they're, they're the driving force of Santa's workshop, okay? They, they, care, they care for the reindeer, um... However, it is unclear if the elves were ever tasked with ensuring Santa's sexual needs were satisfied, okay? We just don't know. And obviously, 
we are no stranger to scandal on this podcast. So is it really such a wild notion that Santa would be feeding some elves Christmas stocking behind Mrs. Claus' back? I don't think so. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised, in fact, if the news came out in a couple of years that Santa was like almost a Harvey Weinstein character, okay? Having elf after elf sit on his casting couch promising to make them the next Sugar Plum Mary, okay? It's sick. Hashtag elf too. <laughs> or kind of like um, the good old Kelly kind of situation, okay? Did you piss on that elf? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's disgusting. That is really disgusting. But you know what? Some people, I, and it's not just me making Santa Claus sexual. That wasn't my intention. But there are many people around the world who, you might be surprised to know, actually have a Santa fetish, okay? Santaphilia, it is referred to. Now, psychologists expect that it comes about due to um, abandonment issues around a father figure, okay? A tale as old as time. Now, uh... <laughs> This next story, and this is the the, the, the the Santa crying that we're going to finish on, is probably the most heinous crime of them all, okay? Um, but Santa, okay, trigger warning, the big man, uh, he touched down in, in the Californian town of Covina at 11.30pm on December 24th, 2008, okay? So, I mean, Christmas Eve late at night okay now this santa he was he was dressed in his usual red and white attire okay and he approached the door of a suburban home and knocked so inside a party was in full swing and the young children screamed santa santa as the door opened to reveal him and an enormous gift wrapped present <laughs> And it's not his penis, okay? Before you do, before you even think it, it wasn't. Nothing like that, okay? Katrina Yusufpolsky, who was eight years old, ran to greet him, but before she could get her arms around him for a festive hug, Santa had pulled out two handguns from his festive trousers and shot her in the fucking face. Blah, blah, in the face on Christmas Eve, an eight-year-old. Okay, which is fucking insane. It's crazy. It is, okay, it is not rife with the Christmas spirit, okay? But this Santa was not here to spread the festive cheer. Nothing of the sort, okay? Because there was only one gift to be delivered that night, and it was revenge. It was the gift of revenge against his former in-laws, his ex-wife, and anyone else who got in his way, okay? The shots rang out over the bells of Christmas and panic in the party set in, okay? Because one partygoer soon realized that Santa was in fact 45-year-old Bruce Jeffrey Pardo, the recently divorced husband of the homeowner's daughter, Sylvia, okay? After shooting his niece in the face, he started shooting indiscriminately, okay, as members of the Ortega family tried to flee and take cover, okay, he, he lit them up, he lit them up, okay, and he, 
he wasn't looking for anyone in particular. He was just lighting people up at random at the party, okay? Which was crazy because when he first came into the party, he was just coming, he was walking around, talking to people, chatting. People didn't know who he was. They just thought it was a Santa Claus coming to the party, okay, whatever. Um, nine people died that night, okay? In what was dubbed the Santa shooting spree, okay? A Christmas massacre, and as the dust settled in the days after the massacre, it was claimed that the, uh, that the Paradoses' marriage had crumbled after Sylvia discovered that Bruce had a secret disabled child who he had cut all ties with, okay? Um, the people around him afterwards, you know, they claimed that he was, he was a regular churchgoer and he was the sort of man who would pop over to ask how your dog is, you know, a real good Christian caring man, okay? Um, and it was hard to see, you know, Bruce, okay? It was hard to see, hard to see them or picture them um, seeing Bruce as some sort of monster when they always thought him of as a God-fearing Christian, Okay? Even though witnesses reported that he stood over his victims, executing them at close range, okay? Uh, now, luckily, young Katrina survived. She survived, okay? Along with another minor who was also shot in the back. So the two kids survived. Nine others did not. But the kids did, okay? Um, so this chaotic scene, right? Um, it left little clue about what had taken place, okay? <clears throat> but as the house emptied, you know, bodies lay strewn across the house. Pardo, okay, Santa, put down his guns and then remember I mentioned that he had this big unwrapped present that he brought with him? He unwrapped the present, okay? It contained a homemade flamethrower on a trolley, okay, which explosive experts said that they had never seen the like of it, okay, and two 9mm semi-automatic handguns, okay. Um, so he torched the house with the help of 18 gallons of petrol, okay. The Inferno took 80, 80, 80 fucking firefighters and two hours to put out, um, and the relatives who he gunned down were burnt beyond all recognition okay now after the house was ablaze okay i realize this sound is this is that's unethical true crime okay <laughs> i'm always tempted to press it but i'm like this is and i've said this on on the patreon before but what i do is not ethical true crime okay now again like i said i don't really believe if any true crime is 100 percent ethical what i do is certainly is is certainly the other spectrum it's just very unethical true crime um so um after right okay but like i said his relatives he set the house on fire basically so all his former relatives i guess were all burnt beyond recognition um but after the house was ablaze Pardo also found himself significantly burned, okay, with his cheap Santa costume um, melting into his skin. Um, so he removed what he could and he changed into street clothes before fleeing the, the, the scene of the massacre, okay? Now, he's no longer dressed as Santa. He's stuck out like a sore thumb, okay? Um, 
I mean, obviously Santa is, you know, the best disguise to wear on Christmas Eve, okay? So he had bought tickets for an Air Canada flight, but um, given the considerable, like, damage that he had taken himself in the blaze, he instead um, changed his getaway, and instead he drove 30 miles to his brother's house in Slewy, okay? Uh, when he got there, his brother was not at home at the time, but police later found... Pardo's body, so they found Santa's body, and $17,000 strapped to his leg. So he had died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, okay? And his car parked on the street nearby was booby-trapped to explode if the remains of the Santa suit were removed. Okay? See? This... (laughs) Not only... Did he go and do a Christmas massacre, okay? Killed nine people, burnt the house down. How many people? Shot two kids, okay? Then flees to his brothers, okay? He shoots himself in the head, straps $17,000 to his legs in, I guess, the hopes of getting people to, uh, like a booby trap, you know? So that they will go, like, get the money or whatever, and if they were to extract his, you know, Santa remains or whatever from the car, then the car would explode. I mean... Okay, police went, all right, on to search Pardo's property and reported that uh, his Santos Grotto was actually uh, a virtual bomb factory, okay? Inside his home were multiple handguns, shotguns, a high-octane fuel tank. Um, again, all these items to make the most evil Christmas possible. Um, at the time, excuse me, I'm very gassy. One reporter said this divorce, so referring to the divorce between um, Bruce Pardo and his, his former wife, the divorce shattered Bruce Pardo. It became his obsession. And Bruce began to plot ways to get back at Sylvia. I think that he decided that he wasn't just going to kill her, but he was going to kill everything that she loved and take it and wipe it off the face of the earth. Okay, that <laughs> that story is one of the craziest stories I've heard full stop. Never mind just being a, an evil Christmas story, okay? Which I'm sure has not filled you all with the best uh, of, of the Christmas spirit, okay? But again, the episode is called the, the Santa Crimes for a Reason, okay? Now, I do hope, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you again before Christmas, but I do hope that, um, I hope that your Christmas turns out a lot better, okay, than some of these people's, and I hope that you do not encounter, if you do happen to encounter Santa Claus, I hope it is a good Santa, and not a bad Santa, and certainly not a low-budget Santa, okay? Now, (laughs) in the meantime, stay woke. 